I'd like to open us up in prayer this morning. Lord God, we thank you for this day that you've given us. Lord, we thank you for the amazing weather that we're having this morning. Lord, we just ask that you would be with us in this service. And Lord, let the Spirit speak through me, Lord, and let my words be, be muted, Lord. And let just the, the words of the Spirit come forth, Lord. Let the, the clarity of the message be heard and understood, Lord. And what, what you have given me, Lord, that will touch someone else besides me, Lord. I know I'm preaching to myself, but I, I trust that I'm preaching to someone else this morning as well. Lord, we thank you, we, we love you, and Lord, we just want you to, to, to take over this service. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, um, wasn't that an amazing uh, Guatemala, Guatemala uh, video? Every one of those slides, I think, except one where they were making a, a face, you know, a goofy face, they were all just smiling, and isn't that isn't that what uh, sharing the gospel is all about? Uh, they were full of joy, and that just you know does my heart good. Almost choked me up. I'm still got tears in my eyes about it. But uh, thank God for the people that are willing to go forth like that, and thank God for the people that helped them you know finance their trips. That's that's amazing stuff. Um, Forrest kind of introduced me, but I'm gonna uh, bring you a little closer. My name is Mike Palmer. Uh, I uh, came to Liberty probably 2012, I guess. Um, but uh, let's go. Let's go back a little further. I was born in Vermont, so I ain't from around here. But um, uh, my dad was in the Air Force, and that's where he was stationed when I was born. And we moved all around. We moved to Texas. We moved to Florida. Uh, we went to Germany. We went to Michigan. And then my dad. Uh, on his last tour in Vietnam, he uh, settled us down in Orlando. So that's where I did my junior high and high school years. Um, immediately thereafter, I joined the Air Force myself and got to go all over the place um, and landed in Alabama in 1980. Um, I was uh, just gotten out of the Air Force and I was working for an aircraft depot down in Birmingham. And uh, the nice thing about that was I got to meet my beautiful, wonderful uh, wife, uh, while I was while I was there working in Birmingham, um, and uh, subsequently we, we got married in 1982. We got a couple of children um, in their 30s now, and both of them are getting married. One just got married, one's fixing to get married. So uh, we've had a real busy summer with that. Um, got one grandson; he's 10 years old now. I joined the Air National Guard and spent 38 years in there, and I retired in 2015, January of 2015. And so uh, I stayed about—I stayed retired about a month, or not a month, not even really two weeks. And I came came to uh, Pastor Keith, and actually the Holy Spirit had been working on both of us. He came to me at the same time, and we wanted to talk about would I be interested in working with Papa Larry doing church maintenance. So uh, that was already a done deal before we spoke it and uh, came back in uh, first week of February, started working with Papa Larry. I think that lasted till about April and Papa Larry came in one morning and handed me his big old wad of keys and says, I think I'm going to retire. Uh, you know, uh, okay, yeah, well, what does that mean? Uh, what do you, okay, uh, so, you know, we had discussions with Pastor Keith and Curtis and what that meant for me and uh, the things they were expecting out of me as far as church maintenance goes, and that, that was two and a half years ago. So here I am still plugging along behind the scenes, as uh, Forrest said, but um, 
And that's how I like it. I'm really not much of a front guy. Um, Pastor Keith's kind of been pushing me out front a little bit. And, you know, that's, that's, what, that's part of growing as a Christian is, you know, you're not always going to be behind the scenes. Uh, and speaking of Pastor Keith, man, I just want to give him thanks. Thanks to Pastor Rick back there, Curtis, uh, Jim. I mean, I'm going to leave somebody out, so I'm going to kind of end calling names right there. But, you know, we've got great teachers. We've got great mentors. We've got great small group leaders. This church is just amazing. When we, when we moved up to the Holly Pond area um, in 2011, right before the tornadoes, um, we hunted churches. We went to church to church to church, and just there was something missing everywhere we went. We had great people. We had great preaching. We had great facilities. We had all kinds of great things, but nothing ever really seemed to come together like it does here at Liberty. And, you know, it, it's the body that makes it. Um, but you add in all the other things that go on and all the different ministries going on, all the love, all the smiles that you see when the people are serving, it, it's, it's amazing. Um, we've got the International College of Ministry. You know what? I've taken advantage of all of them. I've been through the, you know, journey to freedom. I've been through the growth track, or back then it wasn't called the growth track. We've had a couple of changes in that. Um, just great teachers and great mentors all around. And the thing is, all the stuff that you receive as a Christian, you're not meant to hold on to it. You're meant to pass it on to someone else. So all the pouring in, all the small groups, all the International College of Ministry, all of the mentoring that I've received, now it's time for me to, to start passing it on to other folks. And so Pastor Keith decided now would be a great time, <laughs> great time for that to start. Um, I'm, you know, hear that? That's my heart beating. I'm just uh, amazed and, and glad that I'm able to uh, be up here this morning. Um, but what I'm going to share this morning involves hindered prayers. Has, has anybody besides me in this room had a prayer that you just didn't think get, got much higher than this? Um, about two weeks ago, Pastor... Pastor Keith and Curtis and I had gone up to Decatur and we had ministered and had lunch and prayed with the uh, 115th Signal Battalion. It's an Alabama Army National Guard unit that's uh, getting ready to deploy to Kuwait and points further uh, out in the country from there. But um, one of our brothers, uh, Kenny Aaron, uh, goes to this church, goes to Liberty, and um, he, he's, he's one of the ones that were deploying and he asked us to come up there. So, you know, we had a great time with those guys, and, and you'll be hearing more about that because we're going to be having, we're going to be prayer partners with those soldiers that have uh, deployed, and we'll be asking families to kind of adopt those, those soldiers and uh, pray with them and pray for their families. And um, so we're on our way home from that, that meeting, and um, we're just chatting about different stuff, and Pastor Keith and Curtis, we're solving world problems and talking about church issues and stuff like that. And Pastor Keith, you know, he kind of said, hey, Mike, I got something I want to, I want, I got a special project I want you to, uh, to take charge of. And I was, uh, okay, you know, when, when PK, PK thinks big, you know, PK is not a guy that uh, has small ideas. And so that kind of as a maintenance guy for the church, that usually, you know, means, means a lot to me. I mean, it means a lot of work for me, but you know, praise God, I get to do it. Um, 
So he tells me about this special project, and he was asking, you know, you think you might be up to it? And I said, well, I don't know. What is it? He says, well, I'm going to be out of town on the 30th, and I'm wondering if you would bring the, bring the message at uh, the 8, 8 o'clock service. So I give him the standard answer. Yeah, uh, let me pray about that, PK, and uh, I'll get back with you, you know. And so that was on a Thursday afternoon, and I started praying about it hindered prayers. I'm not getting an answer. I'm not hearing the spirit. What am I going to do? Well, I pray about it and you know, I, I'm still, I'm still a busy guy. It's the summer. The grass is growing. I've got stuff to do. Uh, you know, I've got small groups. I'm going to three or four small groups, maybe five. I don't know. I lose track, but they're all great. You know, uh, the grass here at the church, it's raining every other day and the grass, you can hear it growing some days. Um, but so I'm praying about it, and I'm not getting. I'm not. The Holy Spirit's not speaking to me, and you know, I I, I know I'm I'm pretty good about hearing the Holy Spirit. Um, when I retired, I was stressed out. I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm praying to the Spirit. What am I going to do? Am I going to have enough money? What if this happens? What if that happens? I don't know if I can retire now. I can work four more years. Should I go? Should I stay? And the Holy Spirit told me, sign the papers. All right, I'll take that under advisement. And so I kept on stressing about it and praying about it and thinking about it. And um, I got down again and, Lord, what, what am I going to do? Just sign the papers. That happened to me three times. On the third time, I told Debbie, I'm going down state military department and sign my papers. So, um, you know, I hear the Holy Spirit. He talks to me, and, and it's very plain. But right now, for this word, I wasn't getting nothing. And so Saturday morning, nothing. Sunday morning, I'm coming to church. Don't like to miss church, uh, but I'm going to have to face PK and give him an answer. Am I going to be, you know, willing to do this message? And um, so I come in, and PK's still preaching 8 o'clock service. I usually come to the 930 service. And uh, so I'm out in the hallway shaking hands, shaking hands, and uh, I get up to Brother Forrest, and, hey, good morning, Forrest, how you doing? You know what his answer to me was? What are you preaching on Sunday? So, uh, well, Forrest, I really haven't uh, committed to that yet. I had not got a word yet. And he says, oh, you're committed. We've got you wrote down. I said, well, you know, I guess that prayer got answered, and it really wasn't how I was thinking it would come about, but... Uh, uh, it, thank you, Forrest. That's what pushed me over the edge just to go ahead and, and buckle down and get, you know, get close to the Lord. Um, so I didn't even actually see Pastor Keith that day, and uh, he called me on Monday. He said, I didn't get to see you uh, Sunday. What, 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 uh, what are you going to do about uh, bringing the word? And I said, well, uh, the Forrest kind of talked me into it, I guess, but yes, sir, I'll, I'll do it. Um, so I'm, now I'm getting nervous because I really still don't have a word. And um, still don't have a word. I'm at a loss. You know, I told Forrest I'm going to be preaching on the miracles of uh, Jesus. You know, and I guess that was, that was one of them right there for me to say yes. Um, sometimes God answers prayers in the strangest ways. You know, you just got to be on that right channel. So we're going to talk about hindered prayers this morning. Um, you know, I told PK. Let me pray about it. You know, that's your standard answer when somebody asks you something difficult. Um, 
So what, what am I going to do? You know, I'm not getting word. I'm not going to bring word of, of something that, that's me. I want to bring what the Spirit's given me. So I'm wondering why the Lord ain't speaking to me right now. I want to get a clear, specific word. Why ain't I hearing? Uh, I get to studying about hindered prayers. And can we have the next slide, please? First one that comes to mind, James 4.2. You have not because you ask not. Well, believe me, I'm asking at this point in time, and you do not receive because you ask amiss. And I really think that, you know, I, that kind of got me to thinking, am I, am I asking for a word for the wrong reason? And, and no, I wasn't, really. I like to be behind the scenes. I like to be, you know, I like to get stuff done that just people don't know how it happens. You know, it just happens. So uh, um, that's not it. That's not my thing. And, I, and, you know, I got 10 days to go before this word. And so I'm st asking, asking, asking about like the persistent widow in Luke 18. You know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to just keep asking until I get a word. Uh, so I get on, you know, get back in, get back in the word. What's holding, what's holding up the Holy Spirit from giving me what I need to talk about today? And so uh, next slide, please. Peter 3, 7. Husbands. Likewise, dwell with them, understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. So I'm thinking, do I got some sort of family discord that I'm just not aware of? Uh, and let me say, been married to this wonderful lady right here for 35 years, and um, it, it ain't always been great. But right now, I can tell you, it's great. Um, ever since we got, got right with God, right with God um, as, as we got more right with him, we got more right with each other. You know, it's a, it's a three-way three relationship. So I don't think my family discord is one of the things that's uh, hindering my prayers. Uh, I keep looking. Still wondering why the Lord's not speaking to me. I've got to have a word for Sunday. Next slide, please. Psalm 66, 18. If I regard inequity in my heart, the Lord will not hear my prayers. Oh, you know, that's, that's uh, inequity in your heart is unresolved sin, sin that you haven't repented from. And that covers a wide, uh, a wide amount of stuff to to consider so i'm really at this point in time thinking hey is there anything uh you know i, f I forgive people very readily i'm not that kind of person I, you know i don't let things stick with me i'm thinking to myself what could it be what could it be uh, you know i was coming home from work the other day and i drove by this guy and it was one of the brothers from the church he was heading the other direction but he was walking and i didn't stop and pick him up and give him a ride man that's that's is that a sin it probably could be considered a sin i'm what, you know, what's causing this block for me to hear the Holy Spirit? Um, Proverbs 28, 9 says, One who turns his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. So the word, the word of God's got lots of direction about prayers and why they may not be answered, why they may not be heard, but I'm not getting for myself what it could be. Hey, it might be a spirit of worry because really right now at this point in time, we're getting to be a few days out from, the, from Sunday, you know, I'm worried. Philippians 4, 6 is coming into my mind. It says, be anxious for nothing. 
but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. So maybe, maybe it's that I'm anxious. Maybe that, you know, maybe that's what it is. So I, I try to put that out of my mind. I say, Lord, you know, you've got this. You're going to give me a word. I'm not going to be worried about it. Lord, just, you know, kind of hurry up for me so that I, you know, at least be able to practice it a couple times before I bring it. And so about this point in time, the Holy Spirit reveals to me, but the answer to my prayer had already been given to me. And I had been too busy to hear it. You know, uh, when somebody, when, when, when uh, God speaks, sometimes it's a whisper. And when sometimes you're not close enough to a person or you're distracted to that person or the Lord, you're not going to be able to hear what he's telling you. Um, let's go to the next slide. This is sort of my foundational scripture for this message. And it says, now it happened as they went that he, Jesus, entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Next slide. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Next slide. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. And I could hear Jesus at that moment say, Michael, Michael, you're, you're worried and and too busy, you know? And so um, I had been too busy. I'd been serving. I'd been doing good things, just like Martha had been doing good things. I'd been going to small groups. I had been serving. I had been cutting grass here, cutting grass at home. I'd just been very busy. But what I had not been doing is sitting at Jesus' feet. Um, it's hard to hear someone that's whispering if you're not up close to them. And so my priority had been lost. My priority should have been sitting at Jesus' feet. My priority should have been my relationship with him, my personal relationship with him, not my corporate relationship like we have on Sunday mornings or at small groups, but my personal relationship. So I had, I had forsaken that in order to get all the other busy things done good things, things that needed to be done, but not the priority that I should have had. Um, and so it's a good time for me to sit back and, re and refocus and sit at Jesus' feet and get this word. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me again. He said, you got this word two and a half months ago while you were in small group. Um, we had a small group that was uh, involved in prophetic ministry. And I had been given a vision during this time of a great ship a sailing ship like uh you know just the vision brought mine to uh christopher columbus type ship with big sails on it but this ship the sails were full but there were anchors that were keeping it from going places and in my spirit in my mind i thought this was a word a prophetic word for liberty church that the church wasn't moving on because of anchors things that were hindering the ship to move forward 
But the Holy Spirit told me not to share that word. And in prophetic ministry, you don't share the word unless you bring it to the uh, church administration, the elders of the church, and, and clear it through them before you bring it to the congregation. So I held on to that word, and weekend after weekend, I'm thinking to myself, is this the weekend? Is this the weekend? Is this the weekend? And, and I kept getting uh, no for an answer. And so the uh, Holy Spirit told me that word that you got two and a half months ago wasn't for liberty, it was for you. And so... Uh, you know, that, that kind of struck me to the heart, you know, you know, check that plank in your own eye before you start looking at someone else's. So I, I had looked past what was holding me back and thinking that it was a word for somebody else. You know, a lot of times we do that. Um, so I got to some doing some very, very uh, intense studying on myself. I learned that uh, I had some anchors in the water, you know, I've. Dr. Forrest told you, you know, I've, I've got a heart for God, but, and, and I've got the education, and, you know, I've got a lot of stuff going for me. I've got them sales full. If you've been to Pastor Keith's uh, 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 baptism of the Holy Spirit portion of the um, encounter weekend, he talks about your, your, your sales being full. I believe my sales are full, but I'm not going anywhere, and it's because I had these anchors in the water. Um, you know, I had a, I had a, there are good things. Some of them are great things. Some of them were the, you know, small groups. Some of them were uh, service to the church, doing just great things. Um, good things, not great things, just average things, really, but things that further the kingdom. But my biggest anchor in the water was that I had forsaken my private time with the Lord. Uh and really and truly, I believe that without that, without that anchor being pulled up, you're not going anywhere. You know, you can do a lot of great stuff. You can do a lot of good stuff. But uh, as far as furthering our individual walks with the Lord, you've got to be spending time with the Lord. So, you know, I learned a lot of stuff with this opportunity. Um, I learned why I was just hanging in one spot. You know, one of the things I learned, um, I think I've got a final slide. There we go. Three key points. Somebody's on it. Thank you, brother. Robert. Uh, what I learned, uh, when you receive a word, um, apply it to yourself first. When the Lord speaks to you, don't be looking for it to go applying it to somebody else. I mean, sometimes maybe that's the case, but just apply it to your own heart first. Um, I thought I'd gotten a word for Liberty Church. And the word was actually for me. I should have looked at it that then two and a half months ago, and I wouldn't have gotten into this kind of a bind. You know, sometimes we'd put ourselves in a bind. And the second thing is prayers can be hindered in many ways. Check where you are. If you're not at Jesus' feet, you might not hear the answer. Um, I was, Mary, I was uh, Martha, you know, Martha, Martha. Why are you so busy and, you know, worried about things? This is, look at Mary. She's got it going on. She knows what's, what's first, you know. And there's no, there, number three, there's no substitute. This is the most important. There is no substitute for your private time with God. He wants to have his standing appointment to be first in your life. Um, so, you know, a lot of times that was what I was doing. Yeah, I would get 
get up first thing in the morning and throw my clothes on and want to get an early start. Well, that early start basically shoved the Lord to a later point in the day. And by that time, I was too tired, wanted to get a shower and relax, you know, and, and that kind of got pushed to the side. Um, he, Jesus doesn't want your leftover time. He wants to have a standing appointment to be first. Well, I hope this meant something to somebody besides me, or, you know, at least you could say, well, I'm not going to be like that. So don't be like me and don't be like Martha. Don't get so occupied in serving that you forget the main thing is sitting at the feet of Jesus. And, uh, you know, again, I want to thank um, y'all for listening to me this morning. I want to thank Pastor Keith and Liberty Church for all the opportunities that they've given me and uh, to serve and to share and, and to be a part of this great congregation. And uh, with that, I'll close this morning.